0: When I was nine years old, the only thing I wanted in the world was to be a pop singer. I was taking piano lessons, guitar lessons, I would sing at little family gatherings and at little talent shows, but that's about the extent of it, and I was also very obsessed with one pop singer, Donny Osmond. (laughs) For those of you who are a little bit younger than I am, Donnie was the Justin Bieber of, <laughs> of the early 70s. He had great hair, he's very cute, had a big smile, sang voice like an angel, and all the girls would scream over Donnie Osmond. He also sang with his brothers, the Osmond brothers. And you know, the, and I liked their music. They they sang good pop songs, and you know they had all these great outfits, th- great outfits, th- these jumpsuits, kind of like Elvis wore, with, with fringe and beads and macrame belts and chokers, and, and then they you know they had these choreographed dan- dance moves, right? And I so I had wall-to-wall Osmond posters all over my bedroom, and I would sing along to my record player, singing along the Osmond songs, pretending I'm the extra Osmond. <laughs> and then when I was, and then one time when I was, you know, still nine, you know, about nine years old, um, at school they were having this talent show, and I volunteered to sing um, my favorite Osmond song, which is called Yo-Yo. And it goes a little bit like this, ho, ho, ho. Ho ho ho! Just like a yo-yo, just like a yo-yo. Ho ho ho! Ho ho ho! Just like a yo-yo, just like a yo-yo. I have to do my own backing vocals here, you know. But (laughs) I don't have all the Osmonds behind me, but. But so, and you know, and but then at school, like for the next year, it was usually boys, and there was a handful of them would call me yo yo girl. (laughs) This is not how I pictured my pop star career going. This was not how I pictured it at all. But anyway, you know, he had to deal with that. But I still would write letters to Donnie Osmond, I write fan letters. And as it happens, there was one I never sent. There was one I never sent. It is dated March 28, 1972. It's written in pencil, very careful cursive, on a piece of notebook paper. And this is a copy, this is not the original. But you know, there's a couple of things, like I had some um, hard things to tell Donnie. I had some hard things to tell him, and then I had questions, I had questions. <laughs> So it says, dear Donnie, well, I have bad news. (laughs) This girl named Dina doesn't love you anymore. She used to be wild about you like I am, but now she's jealous of you. The reason why is because she can't get over a boy in my class. (sighs) Please don't feel too bad. I know how it would feel to lose one of your best fans. Even a lot of people don't like you and twice as many (laughs) do. It was some hard news I was giving him. The people who didn't like him turned out were those boys in my class. They just harassed us endlessly. Now, to me, though, the heart of this letter is deeper. We go a little bit further down. And I'm like, where do you start to be a singer? I mean, how did your career come about? I would love to be a singer, and I'm trying to perform whenever I can. How do you get a song published and make it a hit? <laughs> and then, how do you write songs? I'm trying to write songs, but they sound like a bunch of crud on the piano. Now I ask you, is this a letter of somebody in love with Donnie Osmond? No, no. This is someone who wants to be Donnie Osmond. <laughs> Envied Donnie Osman. I wanted to replace Donnie Osman and sing with his brothers. Uh, But anyway, so I actually got to see the Osmonds when I was a kid. My dad took the family to see the Osmonds. It was my first big arena concert. And I was really excited because I know all their songs and everything. But I couldn't hear the songs very well. Because every time Donnie opened his mouth, all these girls started screaming. I couldn't hear the music. And I was, you know, I was excited, but... But I didn't think it required screaming. I didn't understand what was going on with the screaming. Frankly, I was feeling just a little bit superior. (laughs) My nine-year-old self, I just, I didn't understand. And then, a couple of decades later, I did, at a Katie Lang concert. (laughs) I had since come out as a lesbian and might explain the lack of crush on Donnie. I come out as a lesbian and you know I'm at the Katie Land concert and there's all these other lesbians and we're screaming. You know, we are screaming because well, I don't know, hormones and and just star crush and serious talent combined with an out gay person. I mean, it was just it was a lot. It was really really cool. So I never, you know, by the time I'm into adulthood, I'm not really doing much with singing, you know, anymore in any formal way. But that changed uh, around 9-11, the terrorist attacks uh, in this country. I was feeling really sad, like I'm sure a lot of people were. The whole country was in mourning. And I have family out there, and they weren't impacted directly, but they live in Manhattan, so... It was kind of rough. And I so one day I wander into this church in the Castro neighborhood, gay church, and I see this gospel choir, and they're singing, and they're clapping, and I was like, oh, wow. So the next week, I come back, and I join the choir, and I stayed for 15 years in the alto section. In gospel music is so powerful and so moving, and it speaks to hope, and it just always lifts me up. I still listen to it, but I'm not in the choir anymore. My interests kind of shifted, but I always carry that with me. Now, Nowadays, I sing to an audience of one, my dog. <laughs> I have a little white poodle mix, and her name is Maddie. And I was really surprised after I had her a while that I would be walking along or something silly would happen and, and I would start chanting or saying something and then I would turn it into a song. And then I would put it on my phone so I would not forget it, you know? And Maddie has several nicknames because dogs do, right? Doesn't everybody nickname their dog? You know, Maddie has Babu, Baba Cuddly, um, uh, Babu, Boo, Baba Cuddly, several names. They work their way into her songs. And one day we're walking along, and I'm just like, this little melody comes into my head. And I'm, I'm thinking about my dog and how she's always got an angle. She's always working it around the Castro because she knows what she wants. <laughs> she wants a snack little baboo little baboo little baboo of the ba ba little baboo little baboo little baboo of the ba ba there's a little dog and she's shaking down all the businesses around the town for for a biscuit give it up now she wants a biscuit and how? Little Babu, little baboo, little baboo of the bababoo. Little Babu, little Babu, little baboo of the ba. Well, she's short and fluffy. Don't you call her fat? She just wants a biscuit, and that is that. So give it up. Give it up now. She wants a biscuit. And how little baboo, little baboo, little baboo of the baboo, little baboo, little baboo, little baboo of the baboo.